When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If your parents put up a framed photo of you in their house, would you be the jerk for asking them to take it down? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk? My friend is pregnant to a man she barely knows. So my 32-year-old female, friend 33-year-old female, has got pregnant with a man, 34-year-old male, who she's known for less than 6 months. They seem super in love, but who isn't at the start? When she told me, I expressed my concern about how stupid this was and how they should have been more careful. She texted me back just simply saying that I'm rude. My other friends think since the pregnancy's already happened, and they're excited about it, I'm the jerk for dampening it and expressing concern. So, am I the jerk? Honestly, I think you only have the room to be concerned if they are concerned. I mean, what's done is done. I think it's weird to, like, throw shade and shame them for this. It doesn't make the situation any better by doing so. Would you guys say that OP is the jerk here? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my younger brother that I'm not his dad? I'm 19, my younger brother, let's call him Ed, in question is 6. My father, 49, has been in and out of our lives for the past 6 years. He was working abroad and providing for us during that time, but us kids have slowly started to forget his presence around the house. In 2021, he had a huge fight with my mother, 48, and decided to leave us under the guise of visiting his relative's funeral. We haven't seen him since. It's been very tough for my mother, who's tried her utmost best to make the best of such an awful situation for us kids without much help. So my siblings and I, mostly a bunch of teens, have tried our best to make things generally easier for her, including assisting in the raising up of Ed. Ed always used to call me by my name, but recently, like a few months ago, he's picked up a habit of calling me dad. I felt very awkward at first, but after some thought I figured it was an honest mistake and didn't pay much attention to it. It didn't stop there. Ed started calling me dad more, whether it was in private or whether it was in front of the family. I was extremely confused. Earlier this afternoon, I picked him up from his school. When we reached home, I went to my mother and jokingly said, This random child's been following me the entire time. I think he's lost. We have a way of joking that I think is pretty wholesome. I'm sure he enjoys it too. Ed playfully tugged on my arm and said, How dare you say that? I'm your son. Now, here's where I might be the jerk. I didn't want him to grow up believing that I was something I'm not. So I gently responded, Ed... I'm not your dad, I'm your older brother, okay? We share the same mother. Ed replied, You're my dad now because my real dad's never coming back. Hearing that tore my heart and I didn't know how to respond. I hugged him but he didn't seem too happy and left. My mother pulled me aside later and told me I shouldn't have said what I said and that I've hurt his feelings. I tried to explain that as much as I understand his feelings, I wanted him to know who we truly are to each other and didn't want to devastate him later in life. I also mentioned how awkward it made me feel. 
She said that maybe Ed is calling me dad, not because I'm his actual father, but maybe because I'm one of the safest masculine examples he's got. Upon reflection, I'm starting to feel very guilty about what I did. I think my mother's right. Perhaps I was a little too harsh? I need some people to talk sense into me. Am I the jerk? I definitely think in no way is OP a jerk for feeling the way they did in this situation. I think you can be one of the most loving, supportive, consistently there for them kind of people and you don't have to be their father. You don't have to take the mantle of being called dad and responding to dad. That's not your burden to bear. Honestly, I think it might hurt the kid for now because obviously they're dealing with a lot of emotions, but I think as long as you're there and you support them and you nurture the understanding that your brother is not father-son, hopefully that's not something insurmountable to move past. This next story is, am I the jerk for losing it at my sister after she said she can't attend my wedding? This issue concerns my, 30, sister Alice, 28. We do usually get along well, but this is tanking our relationship. I'm getting married later this year. We don't have anything against kids, but just want everything to go as smoothly as possible. So we decided no kids under 10. Alice's daughter, my niece, is currently 6 months. I could kind of understand if she was 8 or 9, not a disruptive age, but she'll be almost 1 by the time of the wedding. Alice asked slash demanded I allow her to bring her daughter, but I said no. So now she told me she can't come to the wedding. I thought this was insane because both me and fiancé have friends and family with young kids, arranging babysitting and making the effort to attend. I even offered Alice to get in touch with some of my friends and their trusted sitters. She refused. I kind of lost it at her and said that she can't even make an effort to attend her own sister's wedding and has attachment issues. Also side note, earlier Alice also dropped out as one of my bridesmaids, which wasn't great but I understood. She got really pissed and is now refusing to talk to me. Parents are telling me to apologize to her for saying all that, and I'm overreacting. Although, it might be one thing if, like, the sister is blowing up and, like, making a huge fit about it. But overall, I don't think you can be too upset if you make your wedding child-free and people choose not to attend because of that fact. It might suck and you might want them there, but, like, you can't blow up at them if they don't want to attend because... They don't want to have to accommodate babysitting for their one-year-old baby. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not allowing my husband to make our son a true junior? After having two girls, we found out we're finally having a boy. We're both on board with him sharing his father's name. We'll use Spongebob here. However, a cultural difference has put a wedge between us. My culture inputs the wife's last name before the husband's last name. So if Squidward Tentacles was marrying Sandy Cheeks and they had a kid named James, his name would be James Cheeks Tentacles. My husband wants our son to have his exact name plus Junior to be the legal name. SpongeBob SquarePants Jr. I, I guess I'll be Patrick Starr here, would like to continue the family tradition of my maiden name being used. SpongeBob Star SquarePants Jr. He is absolutely furious at this and is saying that I'm trying to rob him of his birth certificate matching his son's. That if I add my family's name, our son won't be a true junior. Though I understand this is obviously a cultural difference, I don't see why a compromise can't be made here since Star will likely get lost in official paperwork and our son will more commonly be referred to as SpongeBob SquarePants Jr. I also feel like our son gets my husband's entire name, and I would like for my family's legacy to be included. 
To add to this, both of our daughter's names follow the first name star square pants pattern, and my son would be the only sibling without it. I understand a father and son having a special connection, but I feel like I shouldn't be dismissed just because I'm not the same sex of my child. Am I the jerk? I don't think Gopi's the jerk here. I think the only problem here is like, I think to officially recognize them as junior, it does have to be like exactly the same. At least from what I understand, I assume that's how it works. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter. You can still identify with that junior suffix regardless in life. And like OP said, I think most people would adopt that anyways. Our next story is, am I the jerk for sitting with my brother-in-law instead of cooking? I, 29-year-old female, recently went on holiday with my husband, 32, his parents, his sister, 28, and her husband, Paul. I don't really get on with my husband's family, but the trip was to a country where a lot of their extended family now live, and I tagged along because my husband and I were going to another location the week after. I am not particularly fond of Paul, he's just, but I'm a nice guy, personified. That said, it's not so obvious all the time that you can't be around him, and the whole family except for our respective spouses dislike both of us. So there have been moments where I found myself seeking out Paul for conversation at events. On this particular day, my husband had gone to a business meeting and I stayed at the rental house. I walked my husband out and then saw Paul sitting by the pool, so I went to sit with him. We were there for maybe 10 minutes when my sister-in-law came out and asked if I wanted to come inside and make lunch with her and my mother-in-law. I said, no thanks, I'm not hungry, because I generally don't eat lunch unless at a restaurant and wasn't planning to eat. This seemed to annoy her for some reason and she went back inside. Five minutes later, my mother-in-law came out and said I should come to the kitchen. I again said, no thanks, I don't cook and I'm not planning on eating, so I'm fine here. A while later, I mentioned going to get a drink, but Paul offered to get it, so I let him. When Paul came back with the drink, he mentioned that sister-in-law and mother-in-law were mad at me, but I brushed it off. Eventually, Paul got called in for lunch, and I went out to town for a while. When I got back, I walked into all the in-laws telling my husband that I need to stop treating them like the help, and how I was flirting with Paul, which simply never happened. They seemed a bit uncomfortable when they realized I'd heard them, but mother-in-law insisted my husband needed to stick up for them. My husband said it's sister-in-law's choice if she wants to be a maid for her deadbeat husband, but to stop trying to force everyone else into it. Sister-in-law started crying, Paul got upset, and the parents started arguing. Eventually, my husband told everyone to let it go, which they did, but they were very standoffish for the rest of the trip, which frankly I preferred. However, I do feel bad because I feel like the future trips like this are off the table. I was speaking to my mom about it on the phone, and she said she understands where they're coming from, since in some families that's how it works. She said maybe sister-in-law was uncomfortable that she was inside cooking for her husband while he was spending time with me, but he could have gone and sat with her if he wanted to. And I'm not obligated to performatively toss salad around just because I have a uterus. That said, even in my family, women do usually sit together. I'm just starting to wonder if maybe the drama was partly my fault. This was definitely not OP's fault, and let's all agree, they were just definitely overreacting. Maybe they just didn't want to cook, maybe they're tired of their obligations, and maybe they need to speak up for themselves and try to do something different, not take it out on OP and try to punish them for being a woman. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to be around kids? 
My 26-year-old male, sister, 23-year-old female, has four kids in her care. 5-year-old male, 5-year-old male, 11-year-old female, and 2-year-old male. All of them are her foster children. She got a job promotion recently and now has longer work hours, so after they get out of preschool and elementary school, I've been picking them up. I get along with them fine, but I don't like kids in general. My family all tends to ask me to look after kids when they can't because I get to pick my own work hours. About a week ago, my sister wanted me to take her children to school because she had to work early, and I refused. I didn't have much of a reason to, but I wanted to relax and not be around them. She got very upset and started crying because I wouldn't do her job as a guardian. I told her that she chose to foster those kids and she knew what she was getting into. My parents are also upset about my choice to stop valeting her kids around and have called me selfish. Am I the jerk? So, not the jerk for not wanting to take the kids? But I think it does make you the jerk for the comments, it's just unnecessary. Why slight her for having these foster children and doing what she can for them? Like what exactly does OP mean by, she chose to foster those kids, so she knew what she was getting into? The way OP describes it, it's just radiating OP's opinions of, you knew foster kids were hard and annoying to deal with. Also, OP did the classic thing of leaving a lot of information out of the post. Apparently in replies, they left that OP's living in the sister's house paying some amount of rent. I mean, just knowing the details of that situation could completely change everything. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister I won't be playing dad to her third baby? So my 22-year-old female, sister Iris, 38-year-old female, has two daughters, five and seven. From the time they were born, I've been helping my sister take care of my nieces. Iris has a husband, David. David doesn't do much in raising his daughters, so I've had to pick up his slack since both the kids were born. I think it's important to note that he has a regular 9-to-5 job at a bank, and Iris is a doctor and works double the time he does. I've had to cancel so many plans, trips, etc. to take care of my nieces when my sister was busy but David was available. 90% of the time, my sister would call me over to babysit, David would be watching sports or hanging out with his friends. I didn't have the guts to say anything when I was younger, so I just shut up about it. Now, my sister's pregnant with her third child. While I'm excited for her, I'm dreading it. The two girls are at an age now where it's gotten a bit easier for me to look after them alone. I can't imagine having to take care of three. I told my sister she's going to have to tell David to step up now that I have a job and not much free time. She said, what's the point of that comment? I said I've been doing David's share of parenting for seven years, so she needs to tell him to do more because I won't be playing dad again. She got really mad at me and said she trusts me to look after my nieces because women are naturally better at it than men, which is why the village just consists of women and girls. I said while I'm happy to be her village, I refuse to be a parent to her kids. She hasn't spoken to me in a week. I think one thing that annoys me the most is when somebody has some sense of entitlement to the village helping with their kids. That sentiment being used always annoys me. It takes a village to raise a kid. So therefore, everybody you know or everybody you're related to has to lay down and accept parenting your kid for you? This next story is, am I the jerk for my husband missing his daughter's prom? I, 36-year-old female, have been married to- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot- 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. My husband Josh, 40, for 10 years. We have a 9-year-old daughter, Lauren, together, and my stepdaughter, Riley, is 18. About a year ago, I booked a vacation with my girlfriends for one of their bachelorette parties. It's this weekend in Tennessee. We leave Thursday and come back Monday. This weekend, Lauren has a cheerleading competition that Josh is taking her to. Lauren is required to have a guardian there the whole time, and she needs to arrive early Friday and leaving Sunday. We did ask the cheer director if a friend's mom could bring her, and my husband could meet her thereafter, but they said no. And if she's not there for the check-in time, she can't compete that weekend. Riley's prom is Friday. Riley did not have a junior prom, and her school only has senior prom. We found out the date of the prom after school started, and the trip had already been booked and paid for. My husband is now going to be missing Riley's prom to take Lauren to her competition. Riley thinks this is extremely unfair, and that we're playing favorites, since she'll never get this chance again and she wants pictures with her dad and sister. She's been messaging my husband about it. Lauren doesn't want to miss her competition and risk her spot on her team. My husband asked if I'd cancel my trip, and I told him no. This trip has been booked, paid for, and also, I need a break. He takes breaks and trips as well. My husband and I are now fighting because he feels like, no matter what he does, he's stuck. He's already told Lauren he'll be taking her to the cheer comp, which means he'll be missing prom. So, am I the jerk? OP's definitely not the jerk. The cheerleading competition rules are ridiculous. You literally can't allow any other family member to bring her. There's no such thing as a permission slip and an approved guardian. To me, that cheer director is a moron. It's not always going to be possible for the parents to have the time to make that. Like, God forbid, any of these parents of the kids in this cheerleading competition are a single parent and struggling to make it by and need to work. This next story is, would I be the jerk if I stop allowing my daughter's bio dad to have visitations after voluntarily terminating parental rights? My daughter's almost 11 years old, her bio dad and I had her at 19 years old. We've not been together since then. I've been married to my husband for 8 years and we have 2 sons together. In 2020, bio dad signed over rights and my husband adopted her. My motivation for the adoption boils down to watching my daughter hurt when her bio dad stops calling. He was very in and out. His motivation was solely to stop paying child support, $100 a week. I paid for every expense, including health insurance. Since the adoption, we've allowed visits, but my daughter's often talking about things he's doing and that's hurting her. Should I just cut off contact? Definitely not the jerk if you just straight up cut off contact. He doesn't have any rights. He gave them up. If it's hurting the kid, I don't care how much this father wants to be in their lives, he gave her up. He hurts her. 
don't force her to be exposed to that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she's a gold digger, even if she's philanthropic? Am I the jerk? I, 34-year-old female, have a little sister, 30-year-old female, who is married to a wealthy businessman in our state. I'm also married. Both my husband and I work blue-collar jobs. We have very different lifestyles. I personally don't feel comfortable relying on someone to do everything for me and I'm independent. She, on the other hand, relies on my brother-in-law for everything and doesn't work at all. We aren't close and never have been for other reasons. She lives hours away and recently was in town for a charity event and was staying with me for a week. Immediately, she was rude and judgmental of the way our household runs. She told me it's sad that my two boys share a room and my husband has a game room for himself. I was shocked and told her that the boys are four and two, they don't need their own huge fancy rooms, and that the game room is half the size of a standard room. She had more to say about other things we did in the house, acting like she's so much better than me and feels bad for me and the kids. We grew up together in an extremely poor household. I don't understand why she was acting like we didn't experience way worse. She was rude her whole stay. Her husband even told me she asked him why he doesn't cook or spend time with the boys after he just worked a 10-hour shift, coming from a lady with a live-in nanny and chef. I was shocked and appalled by her attitude. I confronted her the next day about chastising my husband, and she said she did it because she felt bad that I did most of the work in the house, and he barely did anything. I told her she doesn't do anything. She doesn't work, she doesn't watch her kids, she doesn't clean or cook. All she does is shop and do charity events and that my husband works more in a day's shift than she has in years and stop acting like she's better than us. She started playing the victim, crying, saying that she was standing up for me and that she just wants me to not feel burnt out and I'm told her that I'm sure her husband wishes someone would do the same for him since all she does is waste his money. This is when she started acting all high and mighty. She has the nerve to say, I'm jealous of her and that she doesn't waste money, she donates it. And she's worked with this and that organization and she works and has a job. Huh? I told her that her job is being a gold digger. Even if she does donate money, it's not hers since she didn't make it. My husband heard and laughed and said if she's a gold digger, then my husband is a crap holer and that I'm the hole and she left and blocked me saying I'm a jerk. She told our brother and he says I'm a jerk since I judge my sister for not doing real work while my husband's only job is working and I also work and do everything else. So technically if she's a freeloader he's even worse. Am I the jerk? She came into my house and insulted us. I mean honestly I think she has some very valid points. I mean the husband should be spending time with the kids And especially, like, it depends on how the boys feel, but the fact that they share a room and there's a whole game room for him, that doesn't seem right to me. And I also don't really understand why OP is dying on the hill of rich is bad so hard. Sure, they might have it nicer because they have a lot more money, but what does that matter? Because you're rich, your opinions matter less? Our next story is... Am I the jerk for not wanting to go to church with my aunt and uncle and causing a rift in their family? I, 16-year-old male, lost my dad two months ago. He had terminal cancer and passed away right when the doctors predicted, surrounded by friends and family, but it still hurts. He raised me all on his own after my mom walked out of our lives. He was my rock, my best friend, and now he's gone. 
After he passed, I was taken in by my Aunt Shelby and my Uncle Alan. They have two daughters, my cousins Leah, 14, and Macy, 11. Ever since I moved in with them, they pretty much left me to my own devices. That is, until last Saturday evening. Alan came to talk to me and asked me if I had anything nice to wear for tomorrow. I asked what he meant, and he told me that it was about time I started acting like a part of their family, and that I'd be attending church with them the next day. In my head, I heard a record scratch. I'm not religious and church makes me very uncomfortable. I've been before. I tried to talk my way around the issue, but eventually I just came out and said, I'd be happy to start spending more time with you guys, but I'm not religious and I'm not comfortable going to church. Alan got quiet for a moment before awkwardly telling me that he'd have to talk to Shelby about it and leaving me be in my room. The next morning came and went, and I slept right through them getting up and leaving for church. I was up by the time they came back, and Shelby told me how disappointed she was in me for not accepting them as my new family. I didn't know what to say, so I just went up to my room without saying anything. So apparently my cousins have this after-school church thing they do on Wednesdays. And this morning, Leah asked Shelby if she could skip it, on the grounds that I got to skip church. Shelby said no and they got into a big fight and now everyone's mad at me for causing this whole thing. I don't want to be a burden or cause any trouble and I really am grateful to them for taking me in. Am I the jerk for not just sucking it up and going to church? I definitely think OP's not the jerk. I definitely think OP should not be subjected and forced to practice a religion. They need to understand that OP came from a different place, has their own beliefs, and respect that, and Leah trying to use OP as an excuse to get out of their stuff makes no sense. But as somebody that's personally gone through going to church many many times in my youth and having had after school things before relating to religion, if Leah doesn't want to do it, I hope their parents can come to accept that. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for getting a dog in a pet friendly rental that I specifically chose because it's pet friendly? even though someone I'm sharing the rental with has a horrible dog allergy. Over the summer, I, 23-year-old female, got an internship working for a really great company. This company is relocating me in New York, and I'll be in a rental triplex with other people my age who are working the same job. The place I'm staying in specifically said they were pet-friendly, which is why I chose to live there. I should add that I'll have my own personal bedroom on the second floor, with a bathroom I share with only one other person. Our kitchen is separate from the first and third floor kitchens, with the only shared space between the first, second, and third floors being the entry and stairs. I've been wanting a dog for a very long time, and I'll finally be financially stable enough to have one. I found the sweetest rescue puppy, and am in the process of getting him right now. I just shot a message to the group to let them know that I would have a dog, but that he would only be staying in my private room and would be in the staircase and entry when I take him on walks. A guy in the group said that he's extremely allergic to dogs, to the point where a dog even passing through the shared entryway will give him a rash, swollen eyes, and sometimes a trip to the hospital. He absolutely does not want me to have one. He lives on the first floor and I live on the second. I'm getting this dog, there is no doubt about it, he's my dream dog. I've already saved up for months to get him. I have a name for him, Dex, and bought all the supplies I need. I've also already signed the 4 month lease for the house along with everyone else. Here's where people are saying I'm the jerk. I think that since this guy is so allergic to dogs, 
he absolutely should not have chosen a shared house that states very clearly that it is pet friendly or at least told everyone four months ago when we were all finding housemates that he was extremely allergic to dogs. I hadn't decided if I wanted a dog at that time either, so it would have at least have prevented me from putting so much time and effort into getting the dog I want now. I told him this, but everyone else is telling me I'm being selfish, especially since I haven't even gotten my dog yet and could just not get him. They say I should have thought about that and asked before I signed the lease, but I just assumed that since the rental said it was pet friendly that everyone would be okay with pets. I get that this guy cannot control his allergy and did not know someone would be bringing a pet, but I can't help but think that this is because of his lack of communication and not on me. Am I the jerk? I think the whole green light on getting the dog, whether or not you should have checked in or told people first, or whether it's their fault for not mentioning their allergy all those months ago, I think that whole thing is hazy. I think the real problem here is almost no dog can thrive staying just in one room all day. Like even if you take them out regularly and exercise them properly, like I just don't think a dog is going to be too happy every single day just staying in one private room. Especially considering this is a New York City triplex private room, it probably is not that big. They say to crate train your dog, but you don't want to keep them in the crate exclusively except for when they get out to exercise. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my mom to remove a photo of me from her sitting room? Before I start, I just want to say that my mom is literally one of the nicest, most loving people I know, and that her and my dad have been a real support to me throughout my life so I might be the jerk here. I'm 37-year-old female, currently going through a divorce. My husband and I split up a year and a half ago, and it was a painful, hard experience. I'm pretty much over it now and have come out the other side, ready to move on. My mom is very family-oriented and loves having photos of family in the house. Her sitting room is full of framed photos of the family. She did have a photo of me and my husband on our wedding day, but... After we split, she took it down after I asked her to. Since then, she didn't really have a recent picture of me up. I honestly didn't care about this. However, when I went over today, she had put up a new pic of me. It was from my wedding day, but it's a close-up image of just my face. So you wouldn't know it was a wedding photo unless someone told you. However, I instantly recognized it as a picture from my wedding, which was nearly 10 years ago, so not even a recent pic. I asked my mom to take it down and replace it with a different picture. I said I didn't want to see a pic of me on my wedding day every time I went over. She said that it was a lovely picture of me, it didn't look like a wedding photo, and that I looked so nice on that day. It's a shame to waste the photo. She also said that ultimately it's her house and she can put up any photos she wants. And this is a pic that she likes. I still dislike it. Am I being an oversensitive jerk who just needs to get over herself? I think this is nothing but a loving gesture from your mom. I think if there was ever a time to look past it, I understand honestly not wanting your picture up on the walls. I've never personally really enjoyed going over to anybody else's place and seeing a photo of me around, but they're doing it because they love you and they want to see you. It has nothing to do with your wedding, it has no attachment because there's nothing in the picture that actually links it to that day. It's just her celebrating you and her love for you, which how can you really be mad at that? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. 
Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.